Are you looking for a new website to place your bets? Well, I've got the perfect sportsbook for you to check out. TopNotchOdds.com. They offer dozens of betting options per game. And with live betting, well, they've got that covered too, offering literally hundreds of live bets every single game. Deposit with Bitcoin, MoneyGram, or credit card. And best of all, withdraw your money within hours of requesting a payout. So start winning money today online at TopNotchOdds.com. This is College Football Weekly. College football like you've never heard it before. Now, here's Will Chambers and Tyler Walgie. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the show. The mics are hot. We are in the studio. Will Chambers here with Tyler Walgie, as always. Tyler, how are we doing? Ow. Ooh, you were right. Ow. I was right. What happened to these before hot the show? Mics. Hot mic. That was, they uh, how's my acting coming along? It's, Is it's that good? coming along. See, you know, I've been yeah, practicing. I, I want to really make concerned. it I want to make it big on uh I mean, it, from all the reviews with the new Cats movie, mm. it can't be that tough to be an actor nowadays. Or at least just be a cat, right? <laughs> or just to be a cat, yes. <laughs> That's going to be getting Are you going to see Cats? Did you see Cats? You know what? Okay. I actually kind of wanted to before all these really bad reviews because you know, it's it's an interesting story with yeah, jellical cats, and and you know, there's one cat every year chosen to go to the heavy side layer, and it's a very dramatic story, yeah. and you're and there's all of, kinds of yeah, and so uh, you like human cat hybrids, yeah, I'm that's into what it. you like. I'm real into it. It just but, when but, I saw but, the so, trailer, I was like, this looks weird. I don't like it. See, I'm not the trailer it. made me want to see it, <laughs> and then all these bad reviews. I'm usually not a. I'm usually not. I don't don't fall to the reviews. You know the critics. I sure. think the critics are a little pretentious. Uh, They're too critical. Back in the day, I used to interview <laughs> a. <laughs> they're way too critical. Back in the day, I used to interview a uh, once a week. I had a movie critic on every Friday, uh-huh. and he would. This guy, I liked him. He was a nice guy. Um, should I give him a plug? His podcast. He's yeah, got sure. a pod. It's called Fat Guys at the Movies. Nice. Um, he knows his stuff. He's pretty good, but very pretentious. A lot of the critics are. You know, and yeah, so for sure, I, I, I'm more of a buffs. you know the movies I like. I love The Water Boy, and <laughs> you know, go, and, and, and like yeah. like goofy, critically acclaimed movies. Well, is not, what you're I talking mean, about. yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> w- so what they usually say doesn't have to do with my taste, and does, doesn't make any sense, right? So when everyone started saying Cats is bad, I was thinking, okay, whatever. They're just, but then everyone said it's bad. It's like an 18 percent around tomatoes. Yeah. So, but you know what? I do want to see is uncut gems. Yeah, that looks Adam really Sandler. good. And, and again, the reviews I, are good for and that it's, too. It's flip flopped because when yeah. I first heard about that, I was like, "No way, this is real. This sounds like some movie that Awesomeo came up with on <laughs> awesome. uh, Adam Sandler is uh, sports better, you know, <laughs> doesn't he it? Is a jewelry shop. <laughs> yes, and but like a golden but that's retriever. getting but that's getting uh, rave reviews, and so I do want to see Uncut Gems. It looks good. So yeah, for sure. Well, and speaking of movies, I yeah. did not watch Die Hard. Okay, well, we'll do that next week then. You'll have some time to watch Die Hard. Layla Jones but, is here in the oh, uh, she got her toy. She's got her squeaky <laughs> toy. She's she's making her 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 voice heard as well. Uh, yeah, I'll try. Um, she, she wants to make it but, a game. That's y- the hard part. Y- you want to know the reason why I haven't watched Die Hard yet? Why is that? It's because it's three hours long. It's not three hours it's long. Three hours. Maybe it's on said, TV. 
with commercials and stuff. Oh, well, that, no way. it was it's on Sling it's TV. It's not one of those extra long movies, no. Oh, see, I'm like, God damn it, Will's putting me on here no, I on think... three-hour notice for every movie because almost every movie you've suggested so far has been a long <laughs> movie. All right, like, so I just look, the running time is two hours, 12 minutes. That's totally doable, right? Yeah, yeah, that's not that bad. That's not three hours. It was on Sling TV. I'm a new subscriber of hmm. uh, Sling TV. Well, how yeah. about that? Congratulations to me. Sling and TV. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, throw us yeah. some money, Sling, However, if you're listening. I think it's only going to last a month or so huh. because I decided recently that I am uncutting the cord. You're reattaching re- the cord. I'm refusing yeah, the cord. Yeah, you're doing surgery on the cord. Back together. Yeah, I just have to. They with did surgery uh, on a grape. Too um, many dollars and uh, opportunities lost with live betting. I mean, man, for some of these things, you're talking about a two-minute delay. Oh, yeah. It's, um, for, for someone who, who you know... You're a professional gambler. You make your money doing that. You need to be live if you're doing live gambling. Two minutes is a long time. Yeah. Watch a football game. If you don't think two minutes is a long time, watch a football game and just set a timer for two minutes. Yeah. And sometimes watch. If, you, if, you're, if you're watching an up-tempo team like that runs an up-tempo offense. Yeah. You could be a touchdown behind. Exactly. Yeah. They could have scored or turned it over. The other team could have the ball. You're watching first and ten, and you right. have no idea what's going on. So yep. I had enough, Will, and I am refusing the court. Well, were you... Did you stream the playoff games, or did you watch those live, or how did you do that? Playoff games. What are you talking about? The college football playoff games. <laughs> what am oh, I talking about? Yeah, well, sir? no, no, no. I, I can get those throughout because I have subscriptions to ESPN, right. Sling TV. But you were still so, like, like a little bit delayed on those then. Oh, you were all those them. are yeah. delayed. Yeah, all those are delayed. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, little fun fact for everyone out there: uh, standard TV, standard definition is. Only about a three, four second delay. High def is still about a 10, 9, 10 second delay. Yeah, but what are you going to watch standard definition, Tyler? What if is you're this? looking to pounce, who, yeah. Who, what are you talking about? <laughs> no hey. one wants to watch an 8-bit football game, okay? Hey, if if, uh, if you got a good opportunity to make some money, you know, you got you to gotta no. sacrifice the lo- for the low def and yeah. be able to make, make, the, make your bet. I could never, just so you know. You would never nothing, sacrifice. Nothing, I'd rather watch a high def view on my cell phone that has 1080p clarity than to watch standard definition on a 60 inch TV. That would drive me insane. I really? Couldn't do it. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm a, I'm a definition snob. I need my picture clearly defined. I got to be able to see the veins in Dabo Swinney's uh, forehead, like right there. <laughs> I, I need to see it all. And I, we did see that all. We saw. We had the playoffs. Today, by the way, today is December 30th. Yes. We are recording on a Monday. We usually record on Tuesdays, but with the bowl schedule and everything, we're going to be recording today on Monday. Uh, we got the Florida-Virginia game, the Orange Bowl on, the TV right here in the studio, so we're watching that as we go. Florida's up 14-7. Virginia's driving, though. And, uh, yeah, we had the playoffs, Tyler, which the uh, <laughs> they didn't disappoint. Obviously, the, LS, the LSU... Oklahoma game was a blowout, but it still was entertaining, right? Just we, because we got we to see added LSU to our cr- to our great season long record when we agree with each other on games. We were two and zero. How about that? in the offs? Yes, uh, man. Look, the first game, everything had to go right for OU to win. Everyone knew that. Yep. and it, the the wheels came off early. I mean, that's what LSU is going to do to most teams. How many teams are there in Division One? A hundred and oh, and division like, and you mean in Power Five or yeah. in all of them? All of them. Uh, like all of them's like one hundred and thirty, I think. So that's what they would do to you know one hundred and twenty-seven teams right there, LSU. Yeah, maybe one hundred and twenty-nine. Maybe one hundred and twenty-nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. I think that 
everything had to go right for OU. It quickly didn't, and that was, you know, there's a reason we both liked LSU minus all those points. Yeah. And in, in the other, I mean, the other game was, I think it all came down to Clemson was slow to start because that was the best team they've seen all season by far. I yeah. mean, they went up nine notches. They went up in class so far, they just weren't ready for it. Yeah, for I, sure. I think if, if you played an eight-quarter game, Clemson wins by a couple touchdowns. All that bull... What do you think about all that nonsense after the game? Nothing went their way. The calls, the fumble. I understand the fumble could have been questionable, but that was Bush League, man. Right. That was, that well, was nonsense. Look, what I will say... Uh, the, the, uh, that made me disrespect Ryan Day a lot more. Going, Dis- I'm you going, disrespect him. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I, he I didn't. He, he said it. You know what I mean, though. No, I I do. But he 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 was careful with his words. He didn't pull like a Jim Harbaugh, like throw a tantrum in the in the press conference. He was careful. He said those ones are tough to swallow, and we felt like some didn't go their way. Which, I mean, look, they they didn't go their way. Uh, I I thought that the the targeting call was not bullshit. Uh, I look, I have a lot of Ohio State friends and family and they i was texting them throughout this game and they were uh it was interesting so for for the the clemson ohio state game it was my mom's birthday and so my family and I, uh, we took her out to dinner so i for this game unfortunately i didn't i wasn't able to watch the first half live so okay. I, i'm checking my phone about a thousand times during the dinner because i'm a good son and uh you know this this particular <laughs> restaurant didn't have tvs uh, it was a nice restaurant and so I was checking and I'm getting texts right from from people that are watching and they the, I I the one that I saw I mean they're like oh that targeting call is bullshit that targeting call is bullshit right this is coming from Ohio State fans and I after I went back so what happened is I got home in time for the second half which is where all the fun stuff happened and then the second the second half was over and the game was over I just went back I had the recording and I watched the first half right then just to see what everyone was talking about which okay. was an interesting way to watch it because right. it was a tale of two halves basically but the targeting call that got, I think his name is Lamont Wade. Uh, I know Wade is his last name. He's a, he is a corner for Ohio State. He got ejected for targeting on Trevor Lawrence. And everyone was saying, Ohio State was saying that was bullshit. It was not. Look, I don't like it. I don't love the rule. I don't like seeing a guy get tossed for what's just been, you know, a good football hit for 100 years. I think that's unfortunate for him. I, I feel bad for him. But don't tell me it wasn't targeting. You can hate the rule all you want, but... You know, I mean, he clearly lowered his head, and the the crown of his helmet, the very top of his helmet, hit Trevor Lawrence right in the jaw, basically, right on the side of his helmet. And if a Clemson player does that to Justin Fields, every Ohio State fan wants that guy chucked. So that you know, look, fans do that. I'm not saying you know it's not ridiculous for Ohio State fans to react that way, but that one wasn't bullshit. The fumble, I'll at least admit, they have an argument there because I think and like a lot of replay plays, it looked worse in slow-mo than in real time. When they showed it in real time, it was a little bit, but what I, what I will say is that that nothing in the video looked definitive to me. And so in my opinion, they should have just, it it wasn't definitive enough. They should have just kept the play as called in the field. And for them to overturn it, I thought was a little bit questionable, but at the end of the day that none of that matters because, uh, Ohio state, I mean, Ohio state, even though look, that's two bad calls. They had the they had the game in their hands. They had the third best 
red zone touchdown conversion rate in the nation going into this game. They went to the red zone four times against Clemson and got four field goals, two of which were inside the 10-yard line. Yeah. That's on them. That's That's on them. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's so many stats that you can look at across the game like that that, you know, these little things here or there that didn't go their way. You can't look back in a big game like that and say – that fumble should have gone our way. And I understand it's because they scored on it. And it was yeah, a 14-point swing. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it, you're going to get calls like that sometimes. Yeah. And that, that's just what happens. And, and replay isn't always accurate. It's not always no. perfect. You're going to get calls like that. And, and, and I actually lost some money on that one because uh, I had a bet first turnover of the game would be a fumble at plus. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's because on one of the websites, <clears throat> they were charging uh, – Pretty much across the board, they were charging interception minus one twenty, fumble plus one fifty. Oh wow! But on Bet Online, they had plus two fifteen for a fumble, and well, so clearly it's rigged inside job, right? Well, <laughs> no, no, no. And so and so I just thought that was a good number, and so it's that that's not a bet I typically make, yeah. but I just it was very good value. Sure. You saw the value just based on. And you were that the close percentage. to being right. I know. And yeah. so I'm sitting there going, you know, so I have every reason to be just for all the, you know, Ohio State fans out there. Yeah. I have financially every reason to be upset with that. For sure. And you understand looking back, you yeah. know, it, it, if it, it's your team, you're, I mean, look, if Michigan lost in that fashion, I'd be saying the same thing. Right. Maybe not so much about the targeting call because I like to think I'm pretty, I'm pretty objective about that it's usually not that hard but to the tell fumble, well the, the, the fumble only looks that way when you slow slow it down it was still pretty and close and and the real, real time, time. It, I, I honestly thought it was incomplete because it happened so fast yeah but he like, did it like he, uh, he puts his hand up and he it got looks like, like three like, steps basically though i get that like he maybe didn't have control for the first one yeah. or whatever and it that's probably that's where the debate is it probably was a catch when you slow it down and look at it but yeah it's weird i like the real time uh you know uh, replays anyway so i'm with you there I, I usually am a lot more defensive about things like that about yeah. bets that i miss like that but going back and looking it's just like i i felt like i'd, I'd could, be pissed if it was i feel team. like it could have gone 50 50 yeah it, sure. it would have been 50 50 yeah i mean it was a huge play but you know we mentioned it the well ohio, ohio, ohio state left so many points on the field it's crazy i know i know i i, I usually leave when i was uh Growing up, I left things in a lot of places, so I can sympathize with Ohio State. <laughs> well, I was very forgetful. They're I would go to baseball games and forget my socks. You know how hard that is to do when you play baseball? That is hard to do. <laughs> yes. That's not so, good. Yeah. The barefoot, like, shoeless Joe Jackson, they called you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, look, I mean, Ohio State's up 16-14 at half. Because, look, people talk about the fumble play, but really the targeting play might have been bigger because... Right then, it was, it was, it was Ohio targeting. State was about to get. Yo, I agree, but I'm just saying, as far as uh, as affecting the game, it might have been bigger because Ohio State's about to get. That was a third down. Ohio State was going to get off the field. Instead, it gives Clemson. At that point, it was sixteen nothing. It gives Clemson a first down. They go and score like just a few plays later, and it ends up being sixteen fourteen at half in a first half where it feels like Ohio State could have been winning that twenty eight to fourteen or thirty one to 14 because they had uh two or three trips inside the red zone and only got field goals out of it and, they, and uh you know, but but i can and i don't want to get so you know x's and o's and all you yeah but but i want to put one thing out there the, the reason in my opinion that clemson got off to that start in the first half was because they weren't ready for ohio state's speed right and when you get in the red zone speed's mitigated you don't you can't do that and so when you take the speed away yeah yeah you're totally right <laughs> no i mean well, 
I, Will's getting a little uh, I'm a caught just, up in the. Uh, we're watching. We're watching the uh, the, the Orange Virginia, Bowl here, yeah. and Virginia just scored. Tyler and I was one of our bet board games, by the way. It I'm is. on Virginia's side. It is. He's on Florida. It's tied 14-14. That's good for me. Sorry, I got distracted. So, there. Yes, Touchdown but Virginia. but when you take the field and shorten it up and go in the red zone, yeah. in the first half. That's when coaching is really magnified and the play calling sure. is magnified because they can't use their speed like they get on the 20 yard line and go yeah. verticals downfield and, and surprise them running to the outside. There's yeah. no not field to work with. So I think that was just indicative of the, the, the field. It wasn't Ohio State and it was Clemson's a good defense. Very and, when, good. and when you crunch yes. the field down, that's going to be apparent even if they're slow everywhere else in yeah. the game. So, so and that that I think is why I, I believe happened. Clemson was ranked fifth in red zone defense too uh, uh, this year. And can't you hear everyone right now in their car? Blip uh, in the ACC, right. will stats are stats. The ACC, exactly. But speaking I know. of stats, this this is what goes to show you that look, Clemson buckled down when they needed to. They made the plays when they needed to. And I saw this on Twitter. You know, naturally being a Michigan fan, I follow a lot of people. You know, around the Michigan football program, and I saw this tweet, and it just kind of killed me because. Uh, Clemson allowed only, or here, I'll, I'll put it this way. Michigan allowed only 60 yards more uh, to Ohio State than Clemson did, but Clemson allowed 30 less points. So that that shows you, A, the red zone stuff was huge, and and turnovers were huge too. Clemson was able to force two turnovers and none bigger than you know what was essentially the last play of the game. Yeah. And you feel bad if you're... Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Ohio State or you're rooting for them, you feel bad for Justin Fields because that last interception. You know, you it, it was do just, a, it was you a, do such a good job being able to put aside because uh, I don't even know if this exists because uh-huh. I I can't help sometimes whenever I talk about Nebraska, just shit on all of their players yeah. and coaches. I, I try to be objective. And I have this like yeah. you know. But you, you just sometimes go out of your way to be like, oh, I feel bad for Justin Fields and Ohio State because you know he was why? hurt. It's because no one likes the, uh, you know, the, the guy who's like, who only talks up their, their team and craps on everyone else. But, but And I'm not saying that you have to be that, but I just don't get that because – Yeah, look, I was happy to see Ohio football, State lose. Yes. College football is the sport where rivalries are, I think, the most real person to person, and they mean the most. I, that's certainly the case for me. There's not even close to another sport with another team. I mean, I like the Broncos. I don't have this feeling about the Chiefs or the Raiders. And it, for sure. It, that exists everywhere. I know you don't like the Lakers, but college Lakers. football rivalries are just on a different level. Yeah. And – Every time I talk about Nebraska, or frankly, the Colorado State, you know, Rams. Ram. Yeah. By the way, did you see who they just hired? <laughs> who did they hire? They hired uh, Boston College's old coach. Oh, Steve, Steve Adazio? Yeah, he's well, going to really freshen things up they, there in Fort Collins. It might not Collins. be three and nine. But yeah, yeah. anyway, man. Yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry. But, no, but, you're but, good. But, but so you, you talk about Justin Fields and how you feel bad for their fan base and all that. I just, I, 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 I'm I giving you some credit here I throw, and saying I did throw you a do caveat. a great job as the host of this show to put that aside. <laughs> I did say because, uh, if you're a fan, you feel bad for him. I did throw that in. So, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't feel... I, I hate seeing, like, these are young kids on all these college teams, and when they make a mistake that costs them a game, I really do feel bad for anyone. It doesn't matter what team they play for. Right. I don't feel bad for Ohio State as a whole or their fans. They're spoiled. Uh, I'm so, you know, I, I, it's funny because Ohio State fans, like I said, I have a bunch of my family that text me after the game. They're like, my hatred for Clemson is so next level. And the reason why is because Clemson is, like, the only team that they haven't been able to beat in the last decade. Urban Meyer was 0-2 against them now. 
Justin Fields, his last one against them, and I had to snap back and say, oh, I wonder what that's like to have one team that you play that you just can't beat. Hmm, what's that What's that like? Oh, yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine playing Clemson every year, Ohio State fans, and never beating them because that's how I feel about you. So now you can, you know... Uh, understand my suffering maybe a little bit mm-hmm. at least you don't have to play him every year you feel better will but look man i mean justin Fields still played a great game despite the two interceptions jk dobbins good god man that guy is special he announced today he's going pro uh he uh-huh. had like 170 yards rushing he is a grown yeah. man i mean that guy was really special and then trevor lawrence uh if you would have told me before the game ohio state would hold trevor lawrence to only two passing touchdowns and they would hold Travis Etienne, the Clemson running back, to only 36 yards. I would have said Ohio State's winning that game. But Trevor Lawrence ends up being the leading rusher for Clemson. He gets 107 yards. I think 60 of them came on that one big scoring yeah, play. He, uh, he just balled out, man. That guy's, a, that guy's huge. He's like 6'4 and runs as fast as almost but, anyone on the field. But don't you have injury concerns? And I know I'm going to No, because he's have... so big. He's, like, he's not small. That guy can, can well, take maybe, and hand but, out hits. But maybe not next game. And maybe not, but maybe. is he going pro next year? Does he? Is no, he he, no, he's only a sophomore. Okay, okay. He has so, to play and year. maybe not even for his college career then. Right. But eventually down the road, I mean, even Cam Newton gets hurt in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, that's true. You know? but, but he is built basically like Cam Newton. He really is similar from, no, a, for from, sure, a, for from sure. a stature. But, 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 but and, and I know that we don't really focus on the NFL too much on this show, but it's something that's interesting because you can't sustain that style for 10 years in the NFL. I agree, but so. he can still throw. He's not like Jalen Hurts, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, like He's a guy that can sit. I mean, he like there's a reason why everyone is already saying two years before the draft that he's going to go and that he'll be number one. You I think, think he still will. As Virginia gets a fumble here. Uh, what do you think the odds are going to be for the Heisman next year? You think that they're going to open up favorable for Sunshine, or you think he's going to come? Well, uh, he he and Tua were the favorites going into this year, and the reason why I don't think it'll be Lawrence is the same thing. It's because the ACC sucks, so he's not going to be playing in most second halves of football games, uh, and so his stats will suffer because of it, and be, also because they're not playing. You know, I don't know what their non-conference schedule is like next year. Oh, look it up for you there, yeah. Will. But this year, I mean, they only had like one good game against. Texas A&M and that ended up not being you know that big of a marquee game for them just because Texas A&M played a tough schedule as well so for reasons like that I don't think he'll win the Heisman next year um but man uh what a stud what a player he is oh who do they play boy they're going out on a ledge here (laughs) oh man Citadel yeah yes no way (laughs) I just threw that out there they play the Citadel you're kidding me they got Citadel November 14th (laughs) They open up though with the uh, powerhouse Akron Zips. Oh, always a don't toughie. Don't count out the Zips. No, always a uh, toughie to get ready for. I will give them credit. They do go to Notre Dame. Okay, that's so good. that's a good. But that, uh, is that that's bad. an ACC game though? That's not non-conference, uh, right? Because I don't know because uh, because Notre Dame plays game. five. What what point in the season is it? Is it early? It's the second game of the year. Yeah, that still might be a conference game. Second uh, game of the year, Brian sure. But whatever, that's now. better than this year. So good for them. And South Carolina, but that's the uh, back pocket game. So. Yeah, that's their rivalry game. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look, he played great. You gotta tip your hat to Clemson, Ohio State. They left it out. They left a lot of points in the field. I'm sure they feel like they should have won that game. 900 yards of offense in this game in total. And uh, and then on the other side, LSU, I mean, yeah, it was a blowout. It was over the second it started. But how about, okay, 49-14 at halftime. Joe Burrow set a record. He threw seven touchdowns in the first half. So That's insane. You're saying it's warranted that throughout the season, throughout the, the peaks and valleys of the year. Yeah. 
Uh, first, I don't want to classify you anything without getting your permission here, Will. Oh, boy. Okay. You give me a trigger warning? Yeah, this is actually a bit of a trigger <laughs> warning here. Uh, I have seen you slowly evolve into an LSU fanboy. Yeah, uh, dude, yes. I am. Okay. You're so okay. right. Okay. I, I admit okay. that 100%. You can classify me yeah. as that. <laughs> okay. I am not triggered. I really am. And the funny thing is that like, I always kind of liked LSU unless Miles was there, but they weren't fun to watch. And then now you have... They're the most exciting offense in college football. Obviously, we talk every week about how much we love Coach O, how great he is. Mm -hmm. You have the Joe. It's just such a good storyline. And LSU, for so long, it's weird to think of them as an underdog, but they always were because they were always in the same division as as uh, as Alabama. And so for them to, to get to this point, I totally am. I'm going to be pulling for them so hard against Clemson. Are um, you going to pick them? Just just spoil it for everyone. Right <sighs> just just give us give the spoiler. If you don't well, want to spoil for starters, just hit the, the line forward. opened at three. I think it's already moved no, like five. No, it opened at fucking five. I no, promise. I swear, I swear, I saw it open at three and a half or four. All right, well, I saw, I saw a tweet about it at least. I read on ESPN opens at five. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, either way, I, th I think it's at five and a half now. I thought that it opened at like four. I, I can and get an opening number here for you. Please do. Because if it if it did, it didn't last long. Uh, yeah, I think I will be picking LSU unless that number jumps up to you know six and a half or more. I'll be picking LSU, and it'll be hesitantly. But the reason why is because I think LSU can do that, and I'm going to be rooting for them. I don't want to pick Clemson and be rooting for LSU. So um, I will be picking LSU for sure. I think that they can score. It opened four. There you go. Okay, yeah. open four. It's already at five and a half, I think. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it closes. I mean, we got two weeks. It could close it's, at six. It's, it got to six at 11 o'clock today on Bookmaker. And then But then went down. back to five and a half yeah. by, by the afternoon. So. Well, look, man. I mean, Oklahoma's definitely no Clemson, and Clemson's defense will be a much stiffer Did you hear test. what that guy said? He goes, I forget what player it was. He goes, oh, yeah, I don't know. Oklahoma's probably the fifth best defense we played this season. Oh no way! Yeah, you didn't hear that? It's, I'm sure he's true. It might. Um, I mean, yeah. Look, I Oklahoma's defense it. is solid, and, it's, and they've made great improvements, but it's not on the same caliber as some of these other teams that LSU has played, and obviously Clemson. So, mm -hmm. I mean, look, great year. I've great year for Jalen Hurts. If you're an Oklahoma fan, you shouldn't be ashamed that you got blown out by LSU. Whoever the fourth playoff team was gonna be was a spot that nobody should have wanted. Whether it was Baylor, Oklahoma, Oregon, Utah, whoever was going to be there would have been waxed. Yeah, these and teams are just on a different level. Yeah, like the top th – this is probably the deepest playoff, uh, you know, playoff four that we've had because the top three are so good. Ohio State, they lost to Clemson. Ohio State's great. I don't, I don't, I have no doubt in my mind that if they would have won that game, they'd give LSU a real run the, for their money. No, 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 for sure. One of those – those were the second and third best teams in the country, for and sure. it's not that and close. And you could honestly debate that any of these could have been number one. Yeah, yeah, totally. These three are by far the best. Yeah, They, they, they look sure. different. I was talking to uh, a buddy, mutual friend of ours after the game, and he's an Ohio State fan, mm -hmm. and he was actually not nearly as upset. And I, I was I was commenting, I go – Not Joe. Are you talking about Joe? Yeah, yeah, Joe, Joe. wasn't upset? Well, he was upset, but like Damn. not as – as lividly mad as I thought he would be. I figured he'd be pissed Me because too. of the calls and everything. And, and, and uh, my reaction is to go, this is not nearly Props as to you, upset Joe. as I would be if CU just lost the semifinals. And then we oh, hung yeah. up, and I thought, and I go, yeah, but... If CU look that good, right? You don't Against have much to be, right? Or, you don't yeah. have much to be upset at, for sure. No. You know, so it's, yeah, you, it's, you, it's you, always you felt like. I mean, they definitely felt like they could have won that game, but they also didn't feel like, oh, we're the better team, right? It was more like those were no. two great teams, it, and, and, and you got to give their and it could have gone either way, hundred yeah. percent. And you got to give their fan base credit 
for not tweeting fire Ryan Day after the game like yeah, a lot of, of Alabama course. fans would have done with no. Nick Saban if he <laughs> would have lost that game. Well, and all it takes – I mean, they literally were right there. If Justin Fields uh, doesn't throw that ball right then and sees that the wide receiver, I think it was Chris Olave, is breaking to the outside, he would have hit him. It would have been a touchdown. Or if Chris Olave doesn't bounce outside, he might that might have been a touchdown too. So – yeah. Um, oh, big oh, that's play. a first down, first down for Florida, fourteen fourteen. So those are the playoff games. They were awesome. They didn't. I, I know the Oklahoma game wasn't close, but it still doesn't disappoint. Everyone was glued to their screen watching Joe Burrow go nuts. Justin I Jefferson actually, had four touchdown receptions in the first half. Unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. No, so that, much that was yeah. It was a clinic. It was fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Speaking Absolutely. speaking of fun a to watch. clinic. We're going to talk about some of last week's games and Tyler, the bet board. So last week you were saying you weren't sweating. I know you're sweating now, Tyler. No, no. So just you know, to, Will, it's all for the content. Just I'm, to let, recap, I'm letting you get back in the show. Just I think three weeks ago, Tyler was winning the bet board for the season total eleven to two with two pushes. Eleven, two, and two. The record is now that might have been four weeks ago. The record Built up a nice is now cushion. twelve, ten, and two. Yes, it I is. I am on a eight to one run right now. Yes, he is. Let's not let's not forget something though. I was thinking about this. Yeah, you, coming into this. the year, Will was the favorite here. That's true. Going out in Vegas, and I checked the lines in Vegas. You were the favorite. Okay, so no doubt me about it. getting off to that start was. Rudy like you coming back is nothing more than Clemson battling back against Ohio State like many thought they should. Mm-hmm. So I simply have to say this. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> Ho- hoping to hold you off for the season. Yeah, hoping to you know we can be. This could be a one up. game thing if 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 Virginia hangs but, on here and covers. But in the other side of this, yeah, is the approach handicapping. I I, I took credit for your for your run. As of late. As um, I did for yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I'm going to continue to do so. <laughs> so I'm going to pat myself on the back for that, for giving you and the audience, hopefully, the handicapping knowledge necessary <laughs> to approach these games and win some money. Because yep. that's that's really what this is all about. Yep. And I do want to say, my favorite games coming up. Oh, they're tomorrow. We got some doozies. We do have some games we, tomorrow. And, and I think, looking at some of the uh, games on the preview for today... I think we're gonna be. I think we'll have some bet, some bet board games. I think we're think gonna we be venturing off to bet board yeah, land. So which th- have you ever actually been to bet board land? I live in bet board land. Yo. I, I'm there. I'm the mayor of bet board land. It's Tyler. a weird place. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to run. There's my, people my always coming up. There's people like. always. We're big on individual rights in bet board land. You know, mm-hmm. we have a very strict betting constitution. It's almost too libertarian, if you ask me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but no, Tyler's right. So this is this is now the third part of our uh, bowl preview series, uh, three of three. So it's a little interesting because on last week's show, we broke down some games that actually haven't happened yet. They're, most of them are going to happen tomorrow. And we like, talked, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, sure. But we had an interesting talk about the Mandela effect. And it's just weird to say they haven't happened yet. We're, we're going to start getting into a weird place here. <laughs> no, I think that's just how time works. Oh. But, uh, okay. you know, things that haven't happened yet haven't mm. happened yet, uh, as it turns out. Neil deGrasse Chambers <laughs> over here. Uh, so we got the Belk Bowl is tomorrow, the Sun Bowl, the Liberty Bowl and the Alamo Bowl. I believe those are all bet board games for us. Those are all being played tomorrow. That's Tuesday the 31st. So tomorrow will be a big a big day for sure for the bet board. Can I give my favorite game for tomorrow? Because this is going out tonight. So there yeah. will be a couple people who listen to this before tomorrow's games. For sure. It's uh, Arizona State minus four against Florida State. That's I, my favorite that game That line tomorrow. even has moved to five in some places. So e- I'm sure you can probably still find it at four. But uh, at least 
uh, according to ESPN, we all know uh, they're not exactly gambling experts. And that's why I, I had to double check because <laughs> my information earlier was from ESPN. And so, uh, <laughs> um, so man, Layla just bombed me out over here. Just so you know, <laughs> oh, no. dog farts in the studio. She had uh, she's we, laying underneath me. This we, is Tyler's dog. We Tyler's went, got her well trained. We went to Chubby's Mexican for lunch. <laughs> she's like uh, I, I treat her like Baxter in uh, Anchorman. Just oh get her, yeah, just get her burrito, a big wheel of yeah. cheese. Yeah, and then I just toss mine out the window when it's done. Uh, Boy, well, that burrito was filling. Mm-hmm, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> pungent. Uh, <laughs> so the pet board's 12, 10, and 2. Yes. And so we'll just recap some of these last games. So we had uh, the Independence Bowl. That one actually wasn't on our bet board, but it was interesting because the Louisiana Tech shut out Miami 14 nothing. right afterwards Miami fired I was upset we didn't have that on the I show. I know, because we both were going to be on Law Tech. Yeah. We talked about it. Um, it's easy to say that, you know, post-mortem, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Miami, terrible year for them. Manny Diaz will for sure be on the hot seat next year. And he fired Dan Enos, the offensive coordinator, who came over. He was the quarterback's coach at Alabama. He was very highly regarded. And they were one of the worst offenses in the in the country all year long. And they couldn't even score against, you know, a Sunbelt team or a Conference USA, yeah, I think. You understand that. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of firing after one year. But, uh it's it's understandable there. I mean, just bad stats, and he he's on the line. I mean, like you said, he's going to be on the hot seat next year in just so. the second year. Yeah, yeah and exactly. it's, it, like you're not doing a good job if that's the case. So we good had that. God, that's bad. <laughs> the fart, the dog yes. fart has traveled over to Tyler's side of the Was studio. That not another one? Was that the first? That's one? That's the same one. It's still good. over here too. That's just so you know, thick. it is a lingerer. Yeah, my I think my my nose hair is gone. It's just bo- so burnt too. it, scorched earth. Uh, the holiday bowl. God. Uh, we were both wrong on this one. Iowa beats USC forty-nine to twenty-four. I could not believe that Iowa scored forty-nine points. Yeah, and that's where I was wrong. That was USC Iowa's only offense. scored twenty-four. Yeah, that that I I was off there because Iowa's D or Iowa's offense scored points. I knew USC was going to come out and score. That was no surprise. But they only to. scored twenty-four. But that's that might have been because Keaton Slovis got knocked out of the game. Exactly. They probably would have scored thirty plus if he's still and, in there. And if they're continuing down that path, they're more apt to score in a situation like that anyway. Yeah. The defense stops them. The other offense is scoring. And for a lot of Pac-12 teams, if it does become a very difficult game it's tough to bet on we've seen that so far yep i got beat with that game we agreed on i also got beat with a game we're coming up here going to talk about washington state yeah and before that even another another game we both were wrong the texas bowl oklahoma state with a backdoor man they're backdoor champions i just went to your default there because you know you're you're my texas go-to guy you you spend time in texas you got family in texas you're like the you're like you're like the insider you know i am boy i tell you I am a Texas you insider. Ate, didn't you eat some like a corn dog last time when you were there? Yeah, a when I was in Dallas. Texas I was in Austin dog? this fall. I was in Dallas this fall. I have family there. My dad's from there. So yeah, I, I have uh, deep roots in the state of Texas, no doubt about it. My grandfather on my dad's side went to Texas A&M actually. And look, Oklahoma State went up fourteen nothing to start, and then t- uh, A&M scored twenty four straight, and it was looking great. Hey, A&M's going to cover. And then they just let the, the the garbage time backdoor cover that Oklahoma State is famous for. They did that against Texas this year. They did it against some other teams. Yeah, I thought so. They I ended thought up, A&M had that. Yeah, for I mean they just let the backdoor in. It was like the last minute of the game. Oklahoma State scores. A&M still wins, but twenty four twenty one. Then we had uh, I watched the Military Bowl, which was interesting because North Carolina Tyler <laughs> Tyler's turn on the fan <laughs> to get rid of the dog farts. Uh, it's bad, man. It is bad. That's a hot one. Do you, are you sure you didn't serve her some boiled eggs? Um, 
very salty. Uh, <laughs> North North Carolina. You can open the window behind you, but I think it's down to 18 degrees right it's now. It's starting to go. It's starting to go. We'll be all right here in a okay. second. Uh, North Carolina, they score 55 on Temple. Sam Howell, the quarterback for the Tar Heels, finishes his true freshman year, 61% completion, 3,600 yards, 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. True freshman. That's the fourth most touchdowns in the nation, by the way. Ridiculous. The guy's ha- having a great year. He will be on the Heisman shortlist in the coming years, no doubt about it. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep, I like that you. for a dark horse. He's, he's, he's going he's gonna to be throwing a bunch. I like that. Um, come on, Virginia. Darn. Virginia about to punt. 17-14 uh, Florida right now. Eight minutes left in the second. The Cheez-It Bowl. Tyler talked about it. The Cheez It Bowl never disappoints. Last year was the first, and it was a go- it was a sloppy game. This year, it was awesome. Air Force covers. They win thirty one twenty one. Also, the under hit. I know we didn't bet uh, that. Tyler wouldn't let me add that to it, but the under hit. Yeah. And uh, Washington mm-hmm. State. To me, I think the biggest difference in this game was Washington State's not disciplined, and obviously the Air Force cadets, the Zoomies. You know, they're a model model of discipline they're military kids you know yeah and uh, everything about mike leach having known the triple option didn't come to fruition the defense couldn't tackle couldn't stop him air force really scored looked good and on offense i mean washington state they're supposed to have receivers who can reliably catch the football that's kind of part of their offense uh they didn't do that at all lots of drops and uh it, it wasn't a very good game so. yeah i mean it was exactly what it was a service academy game i mean that's that's all it was uh, Air Force dominated the time of possession, and it 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 just didn't work out well for Washington State I, because I, if I, you don't score quick, then you don't get the ball back or the ball back for you know, uh, ten minutes of no, game time true. and probably twenty five or thirty minutes in real time, right? Yeah, that's so true. that I, one I do have this to say to their receivers. So we're gonna start with a tough one called catch the ball. <laughs> It's really difficult, yeah. Well, especially if you're a receiver and if, it's your job. If only to, uh, you were their coach, maybe they would have caught the ball. Guys, all right, here's what you want to do. <laughs> See that ball? Go and catch it. It's like the little Giants, right? Johnny, uh, I'm Johnny. <laughs> the Cotton Bowl, Memphis gave Penn State a real scare. So Penn State did cover. We were both on that. Final score, though, 53-39. to 39. And for a while there, Memphis looked like they could have won it. Uh, but Penn State looked like they came out sleepwalking. And they Memphis, did. that they was did. they were jumping on the sidelines. Yep. That was their championship. Yeah, that was a big so, one for them. And that's it, why these bowl games are weird. I'm, yeah. yeah, for sure. Penn State ended up getting a, I think it was a pick six late to help uh, secure the cover. Uh, they won by 14. It was only a seven-point uh, line, but it would have been a push at that point. So uh, Camping World Bowl, another – I'm just notching up the wins in the betboard category. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame dominates Iowa State, 33-9. to yeah. Zero yeah. touchdowns given up. Yeah. You know, I just – boy, I hate being right all the time. And, of course – Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Is, the, is, is that difficult for you? <laughs> the Music City Bowl. You do realize it's still 12, 10, and 2. I still don't lead in the I know, year. but I, my run has been impressive, I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Music City Bowl, Louisville versus uh, – who? Louisville played – uh, Mississippi State. That you was earlier when I today. go on this run next week, and I go like five and zero. Oh, I'm <laughs> and just gonna yes, I'm gonna bring the band in. <laughs> That's here what next it's week. all about. Uh, Louisville was down fourteen nothing to start. Four point underdogs. They they went on. They scored thirty one unanswered at that point. Final score thirty eight to twenty eight. Scott Satterfield remains undefeated in bowl games as a head coach, and he's looking like the right man for the job. Look, yeah, that that, that was clear to me again. Better team got off to the start. They quit playing. They were on vacation mode. My cap was right, but you know what, Will? That uh, 
Sometimes in these weird fluky bowl games, you're going to get totally. those, those kind of comebacks. You know what? You're a regular season guy. I just get the wins when it matters, Tyler, <laughs> in the postseason. I'm a, I'm a playoff win guy. You know what you they know? say about the money, Will? <laughs> it's all uh, green in the bank account. That's right. Yeah. All right. So I have a quick uh, – it's the end of a decade, okay? Yeah. And I found this a few minutes before the show. thought I'd spring it on you and surprise you here. Okay. Yeah. So What do we got? There's an article on BleacherReport.com. Okay. And it was the 10 best teams of the decade. So College football teams? Yes. Yeah. So I thought we'd just react to the 10 baskets, uh, see if they left a new one off, have any misrankings on here. Okay. All right, so n- number one, Alabama. I think we can all agree on Obviously. that. Obviously. Yeah. They're like the team of the decade. Number two, and the reason we're going one to 10 is because these are the teams that are less obvious. Yeah. Two's Clemson. That's fair. Totally I fair. I agree. Three is Ohio State. Yep. Okay. That's exactly the order I would have gone in. Four, Florida State. Well, who's five? I think that's the real question. Oklahoma. Ugh. Here's the thing. Here, he, here, I know here's, Florida here's, State Oklahoma, got the Here's Oklahoma's champion. resume. Yeah. Oklahoma, 85-21 and 21 record. They went to the playoffs in 2015-2017. And this year, obviously. Yes, and this year. And if it helps at all. They or if it matters at all, they won the Big Ten or the Big Twelve, excuse me. Pretty much tw- every year. 2010, right? 2012, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2019. Yeah. Okay. Uh Florida State, the record eighty five and twenty three. So just to refresh, Oklahoma's was eighty five and twenty one. Florida State eighty five and twenty three. Won the championship in twenty thirteen. Lost it also to Auburn, and right? and in twenty fourteen, yeah, lost it to Auburn. Won the ACC in 2013, 2014, uh, 2012, 2013, 2014. Ugh. I guess it's fair. I mean, obviously, you got to value the, the championships and the fact that they won one and appeared in another one. I guess you give them the nod. It's just, I guess, the reason why it stings is just because of the last two years, right? The last two right. years, Florida State's been so bad, and Oklahoma's been so good. Maybe with some recency bias, but I guess that's fair. You ready for number six? Yes. Oregon. The Oregon Ducks. Hmm. 80 and 26, 2010 and 2014 championship runner that's up. That's right. That's uh, right. And then Pac 12 championship 2010, 2011, 2014, and this season. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, number seven is Stanford. Hmm. Okay. 85 and 23, won the Pac 12, 2012, 2013, 2015. I am going to disagree with Stanford. I don't think they belong in the top 10 for a decade-long team. They had their moments, but if you're going to give me moments, I can pick out right now two or three schools in the Big Ten, in the SEC, even the ACC, who had good runs, good spurts, just like Stanford did. Stanford's a good team. I'm not going to take that away from David Shaw right. or Stanford, but overall, number seven for the de- all, so who's eight? decade teams? Because uh, th- th- that eight, eight you, is Wisconsin, so you you would put Wisconsin ahead of Stanford. I'm I, guessing I would put Wisconsin ahead of Stanford. I, I would actually put the number nine team, Boise State, ahead of Stanford as well. If you look at what uh, they've done resume wise, resume. Well, how about how about a group of five resume? How about how about a Mountain West resume? What about, I don't think I would include okay. them in the top so ten. I, I obviously, it's not away, Boise State. I just eight. gave number nine away. Then eight Wisconsin, number nine Boise, number ten Auburn. I put Auburn ahead of Stanford as well. Okay. I and think again, I would Stan- remove Boise State from that list entirely, and I would add probably Notre Dame. That's Don't what, you that's have to do. put Boise on the list, man? They've been so good for so long, influential. They yeah, but who wouldn't be football. good? They're always in the, in the conversation. Okay, how many? What would Wisconsin's record be 
in the Mountain West playing the schedule Boise State plays. Give me a break. But like, but, but but the conversation isn't power rankings. It's the best teams of the last decade. Right. Teams with the best resume. So you have to put Boise on there. I think that if you put Boise, if you had them play, so they're in what, seven? Is that what you said? But again, if they play, I, I could think of a lot of teams that with all decade teams that would beat a lot of No, here's what I'm teams, saying. I'm but saying the resumes say. If you were to put 85 and 21, 2010, here's, they won the WAC in 2010 and they won the Mountain West 2012, 2014, 2016, 2017, right. 2019. Yeah. But here's what I'm, let's just say for the sake of argument. So there's seven, right? And Wisconsin's eight. That's what you're So let's say Boise State plays Wisconsin. Each of one of those years. They play them every year for a decade. How many of those is Boise State winning? How many of those 10, 10 games? I mean, three. Yeah. Depends exactly. how many how many Look, they've been successful. But, 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 but I'm agreeing with you there. That's right. not the, the I think we're that's not my argument. Uh, right. But so here's what I'm saying. The 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 title of this whole article is the best teams. It's not the most successful, and that's what it should be. Because Boise State's not one of the ten best teams. They are one of the ten most successful. I'll right. give them that. Right. They are not that's one of the true. ten best. Yeah. No, I'll go with you there. If we're if we're going ten best teams of the last decade, then Michigan's got to be on this list because they don't have the accolades, but they've been up there as a very very good team talent wise. Well, at least in the last the five. But, but you're yeah, you're forgetting the Brady, Harbaugh, the Brady yeah. Oak I, I do have recency yeah. bias because when I was going back to look at this Florida State, I just laughed and you go, well, look what they did with Jameis Winston. I would probably put. No, I mean, I'd be interested to see what Notre Dame's record is over that time because I think Notre Dame they went to I think two national championship games. Well, they, they went, or maybe well, they went to the national championship game uh, one and then went to a playoff uh, another time. And I know that uh, Brian Kelly had one bad, I think it was a four and eight year, but pretty much every other year he's winning. They do have honorary, or uh, what's it called? Honorary mentions. Honorary mentions on here. And Notre Dame's not even on here. That's ridiculous. Who is? TCU, Mm. Michigan State. Yeah, that's. I mean, Michigan State was really good in the early 2010s. LSU. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Northern Illinois. Yeah, see this list. I don't buy it. Whatever. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia should be but, higher but than a lot Bleacher of these teams. Bleacher Report doesn't do that many clickbait things. I know they're out no. there with a lot of generic stuff, but I don't put them in the same category with like ESPN. Well, and the truth is that once you get past probably that Kerry top Miller. six or seven, it, you, there's a lot of debate there just by record and, right, and right, whatnot. Right. But to have Northern Illinois and then to have Boise... I mean, Boise State definitely has a better argument than Northern Illinois or whatever, you know, but... I think that's kind of ridiculous. Kerry Miller wrote that. Do you know who Kerry Miller is? Can we trust Kerry Miller? I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, send send some flowers to her, though. Thank you, of course, to Woo's Media. Are you a business owner? Do you want help with digital marketing? Woo's Media, not just a podcast network, as it turns out. It's also a digital marketing company that can help you advertise your products, grow your company, so make sure if you're a business owner, you can get really good targeted marketing, the kind of stuff that when you're a customer and you're on your phone and you've been talking about something all week and all of a sudden you see an ad for it and you feel like that's creepy. If you're a business owner, that's exactly what you want. You want that kind of targeted marketing. Get the people that are looking to, to purchase your products. So make sure you check them out online, woosmedia.com and on Twitter at woosmedia. All right, Tyler. We have some All remaining bowl right. games. Well, yes, sir. <laughs> this is everything that's left. Now, we are omitting a few, oh, this obviously. Is, yeah, I Look, bet we Some are. of these games. I we'll bet watch. you're scared over there. No. You had your run. You want to run away with that record <laughs> and get to next year? Let's go, Will. We want some action, baby. You know what? I didn't omit them because I'm scared of you. Because the, the, we want some One action. that I omitted from last week's was 
the Cal-Illinois game, and I was all over Cal. Cal destroyed them. They cover, and I don't know where you would have been on that. But, no, it's not because <laughs> I'm scared of the Caps. It's just it's a lot. We're breaking down. There's a lot of these bowl games people aren't games interested to go, in. A so. lot of money to go, That's Will. Right. A lot of money to be passed we got around. Mostly big ones left, so let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. First up, we got the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Of course we do. You ever VRBO, Tower? Are you an Airbnb <laughs> well, guy? Let me tell you. Uh, back in my day, the VRBO was something you did in Vegas and didn't talk about it when you got home. The Verbo. Mm-hmm. Classic. No. Uh, I've always been an Airbnb guy myself. What is Verbo? VRBO. It's, what it's, is it? It's, it's, uh, it's not Verbo. It's VRBO. You say the letters. Um, it's, it's, the same, it's the exact same thing as Airbnb. It's, Excuse it's, me. It's kind of like saying if you know what Uber is, but you don't know what Lyft is. It's the same service. VRBO. It's not Airbnb, Uber. It's U-B-E-R. Uber. Um, <laughs> no, hey, uh, is it good, though? I don't, I, I've, I've never, never done it. I, I've never Airbnb'd oh, in my Airbnb life. Oh, Airbnb is great. It's, it's honestly awesome. I feel awesome. weird No, man. That. I'm telling you, if you did it, creepy. you'd be like, I think that you what you would do is you would start saying, I'm, I'll look into doing this more than hotels. It's way better than a hotel. Hotels are nice, though. I, I like, yeah, but a lot of, you know, you talked about weird things being done in Vegas. Weird things are done in hotel rooms, Tyler. <laughs> That's and true. It, well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm living proof of that. Dude, what's cool is that, honestly, I mean, we're, we're getting on a tangent here, but if you go some places, you can Airbnb some really cool homes sometimes. Sometimes they're in really, or an apartment or whatever, they're in really cool spots of the town you're going to. It doesn't have that kind of cheap feel. You don't have like cheap, you know, like shitty. a hooker just left Shh. ten minutes ago. I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. Or <laughs> what I was gonna say is like the shitty shampoo and like you know the cheap soap and the stuff that doesn't actually make. Will you feel needs clean. his shampoo, everyone. No, I just don't like the stuff that comes in hotels. If Will doesn't get his pro- <laughs> his proper conditioner, he is not himself. Hey, I take good care of my head. He is all right? just not I, himself. You know what? Uh, I gotta take good care of this face, this hair. That's my <laughs> money maker, Tyler. Uh, the VRBO. You realize we are going to YouTube next year, and this is going to be obvious to everyone watching. Well, everyone's going to wonder what kind of shampoo I use, and <laughs> okay. no one's going to ask what yours is. Uh, the Citrus Bowl. We've got a uh, touchdown, Florida. They're up 10 now. Okay. The Citrus Bowl. My Michigan Wolverines versus the great Alabama Crimson Tide. This is going to be a good one. I mean, citrus is one of my favorite things. I don't know if there's a citrus I don't like. Limes, lemons, oranges, grapefruits. bananas a citrus? No. 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 What makes a citrus a citrus? I don't know. You have to be able to squeeze some spicy juice out of it. <laughs> it's got pulp. It, it's that. It's that. Look, I think there's only. Uh, f- I think there's oranges, grapefruits, lemons, limes. Is it watermelon? Those are the, citrus? No, no, it's not. I don't know. I'd be interested to know the science behind what makes a citrus. Let me look it doesn't. up for you while you give your hand. All right. How about yeah. that? Bama seven point favorite here. Uh, look, I love Michigan. I I really hope they do well here. Obviously, I'm going to be rooting for them. But I just think Bama is just simply too good. They're the better team for sure. And even though Bama missed the playoffs for the first time since the playoffs have existed, I think motivation is actually still in Alabama's favor here as well. Uh, With everyone saying, maybe not everyone, a lot of people are saying this is the beginning of the end for Bama's run. And it's easy for people for people to say that because we just haven't seen Alabama with these kinds of flaws. But Saban, Nick Saban can use all of that to motivate his guys and remind everyone out there, even though the Crimson Tide's defense wasn't as great as usual this year, and even though they don't have two anymore, he got hurt, they were still only one score away from beating LSU this year. I mean, they were really that close. Uh, and look, that, that game was with Tua, obviously, and he's out. But 
Uh, that game was against LSU, a much better team than Michigan. Bama is... I, I just think they're better all around. They're far superior offensively, and their defensive numbers are actually very similar. It seems like a bad defensive view for Alabama. That's because we've held them to this high standard. And so when you look at the numbers, their defense is actually very similar to Michigan's. Combine all of that with Michigan's bowl record under Harbaugh. He's 1-3 straight up in bowl games at Michigan. I think that a lot of that is a lack of motivation after the Ohio State game. Every year there's the, there's this great buildup for Michigan leading up to the Ohio State game. And then when they lose it, especially in years when winning or losing that game decides the Big Ten like East. Like it did this year. No, it did well, this well, year. And I didn't actually know you were going to say Big Ten East. Right. But uh, it in the first, in let's see, the first year it didn't mean anything, but in Harbaugh's second, third, and fourth year, that the winner of that game would have represented the, uh, the Big Ten or, or if Michigan had won, they would have represented the Big Ten East okay. and gone to the Big Ten Championship game. And so I think that what happens is they, they they put so much in that game, and then when they lose, they have this great letdown, and they lose motivation for the bowl games. And it's shown with, with their record. They they lose a lot of that. And this year it is different because Michigan didn't have, you know, they didn't have a chance to play in the Big Ten if they had beaten Ohio State. Their season was already over. They weren't playing for anything. And Harbaugh has talked publicly about, you know, they know that they haven't, performed well in bowl games and they want to have a better showing in their bowl games i think the players will be more focused than in past years but still i just can't take michigan here i think alabama is too good i think uh alabama will score a ton of points uh, i'm taking alabama here all right can we have a uh, real uh, actually before i give my all my whole thing yeah citrus That's i, did, it, I yeah. did the homework what's the difference and i'm disappointed because I, I wasn't listening like the first half of what you said because i was doing this i'll so. give you the bullet points okay good um so Citrus fruits. <laughs> All of the citrus fruits are from the family Rutus Rutusae Rutase R U T You're good with Latin. R U T A C E A E. Totally. I think you nailed it. <laughs> no, that's how you <laughs> that's how you spell it. How would you pronounce that? Uh R B O. Write it down. R R U C Yep. No, excuse me. R U T. Oh my gosh. R U T. A C. A C. E A E. And that's all one word. Yes. Rutasia. 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 Okay. So all citrus Fluid fruits Latin. come from the family Rutasia. Uh, they're also known as the Rue family and all contain flowering plants that generally have a very strong scent. How about all that? All of the citrus fruits are actually noted for their fragrance. This is due to <laughs> liminoids and flavonoids. Ooh, and if you watch Seinfeld, and if you've watched Seinfeld, you know that uh, uh, Kramer is a big fl- a big fan of flavonoids. Flavonoids. Uh, Ivan. Citrus can help prevent kidney stones as they contain a high levels of citrate. Ah. Uh huh. Lemons are also the highest. Uh, in, in, in that. that so drinking sense. diluted lemon juice daily has been shown to decrease kidney stone formation. Hey, squeeze yes. a little bit in your eyeballs too. I yes. hear that's good for a- you. Absolutely. And Will, last but not least, uh, vitamin C is very, very apparent in many, if uh, all, did know excuse that. me, of the citruses. Yes. Yes. Regular consumption has been found, has been found to decrease your cardiovascular uh, and heart disease risks. Did you know it also helped uh, save lots of sailors' lives in the uh, 18th and 19th century? That's They found out that having vitamin C uh, helps keep scurvy away, so oh, pirates don't get scurvy anymore thanks to oranges. The more you know, folks. How about that? A little little uh, school lesson for all of you, you out know, there. You know why kids don't learn that? Because uh, 
because there are no stupid. movies made about that because all the movies made about scurvy Let's make a are rated movie. R. Oh, my. So the kids oh, can't boy. watch it. I didn't need to hear that. Uh-huh. All right, Tyler, your breakdown. Yes. <laughs> uh, of you, the you, citrus bowl. Do you want me to keep going? This website, this webpage is pretty long. I here. think we're good. Okay. You know, we got the. Uh, Dude, it's good that we know. Okay. And I'm sorry for the small portion out there that are actually pissed off right now. I'm, I do apologize. You know what? I think most people like learning new things. I do too. We are going to get back to college. The more you know. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to kind of pull a right hand turn here because le- le- the bet board is is fun and, and we both want to win it at the end yeah, of the year but of it, it is also fun because we can use it for certain things like i will i i, I we're forcing games yeah. as, as many people know for all these so i don't have bets on many of these myself and we don't have to put money on these we want more money <laughs> but <laughs> but this game, I'm gonna kind of throw you a curveball here. You just want to go the opposite of me? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, you, you totally read my mind because yeah. I like Alabama in this game. <laughs> but you're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go Michigan. You want to bet? What? Would you like to bet on? I fully don't strategy. endorse putting your money behind this, anybody. Okay? Because <laughs> I replay this on my show, so of just course. like I want to be clear about this. <laughs> I don't endorse putting your money behind this. I actually like Alabama, but on the bet board, I'm gonna take Michigan because I want Will to feel uncomfortable if Michigan covers and he didn't take them on the show. That's true. That's the only reason I'm you taking them. You want Alabama to win, but Michigan to cover so that it's ultra exactly, suffering Exactly, exactly. And I yeah. don't have a handicap. I don't have anything, but I want to make this tough on Will. So I'm taking Michigan plus the seven points Okay. for purely to put Will in agony for the bet board. All so. right. Well, I think that uh, I'm happy you did that because <laughs> I think Alabama is likely going too. to win by a lot. And you're just helping out. You know what Tyler's actually doing right here? He's creating an excuse that when I – Eventually <laughs> and inevitably win the bet board. He's gonna go. Well, you no, know, I am. Build- I wasn't actually. No, Will, Will's, Will, Will's partially right. I am building something in. Yeah. When I do inevitably get the win, when I do inevitably get the win, I can look back and say, "Well, I even gave you one. Well, I even hope gave I win you the two, Michigan then. game and still to, walked away. I'll just have to win by two with the upset win. Uh, did you want to? No. Uh, you know what? No, we're fine. So, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler is. Taking uh, Michigan there. I'm taking Alabama. That's a bet board despite, game. I should have pulled the clip from Seinfeld. Despite? Despite. Can you return something despite? Yes, I'm <laughs> picking them just for just for spite. Based on spite, yeah. yes. Uh, next up, <laughs> the Outback Bowl, mate. Ooh. Yeah. Welcome to the Outback we Bowl. we got to get them on as a sponsor next year. That's yeah. our goal. I love Outback. Oh, yeah. We got, we got Minnesota here, plus seven against Auburn, the Tigers. We don't have Tigers in Australia, though. The Outback Bowl. Uh, Auburn seven point favorite. So I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep it up. Auburn seven point favorite here. Uh, look, this game is similar to the Michigan Alabama matchup. I think. I just think Auburn is the better team and by a good margin. But well, there is a different factor with Minnesota as opposed to Michigan. Minnesota's looking at their season as a great success. Sure, they lost to Wisconsin and missed out on the Big Ten championship, but still, it's an overwhelmingly positive feel around the Gopher program. It's just their second New Year's Six Bowl since the 1960s. And we all know about P.J. Fleck's ability to motivate his team uh, when they're the underdog. He's very good as an underdog. And I think that's why this line isn't more like 9 or 10 points because I think that that Auburn is that much better of of a team here. Now, that being said, I'm still not willing to take Minnesota here. I think Auburn is the better team. I think that they will be able to run the ball uh, with with ease against Minnesota here. I think they'll score points, and I think it's just a good spot for them too. You look at the numbers, Auburn 
They're 11 and 1 straight up and 10 and 2 against the spread in their last 12 games in which they are the favorite to win. Those are big numbers for me. I think Auburn will be able to limit the scoring from Minnesota. Look, I like Minnesota. I like a lot of their players. They're fun to watch. Uh, if it wasn't for betting, I'd be rooting for Minnesota here. But uh, I just think that Auburn's a better team. I think they're going to going to you know maybe blow out Minnesota here. So I'm all over Auburn. Yeah, I'm going to back Gus here as well. I think that they're just a much much better team. Minnesota had a good season, but it was valid. The points that people had, they haven't played anyone until the end of the year. Yep. They finally get some big time matchups, and I like them in that in the in the Penn State game. And after that, it seems that it's trending downward. And I yep. know they're excited. I know it's a good feeling around the program. I just think Auburn's going to be too much. So uh, give me Auburn to run that football. And I don't think that Minnesota, because Minnesota had, hadn't really been able to run the ball that well this year. And let's face it, they play in the Big Ten with a, a lot of good, good running least, defenses. Yeah. Uh, but they've made their money passing it. So are they going to now switch the way they've been playing and run the football more? Or excuse me and run the football more, or are they going to rely on the passing game like they have all year long, which is not going to work against Auburn, who gives up far fewer opportunities than most of the defenses that Minnesota's seen. So I'm going to take Auburn, Gus Melzon to get the win, and cover the points. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> next up, the Rose Bowl. We got Wisconsin versus Oregon here. This is the runner-up from the Pac-12, and, or excuse me, the Pac-12 championship and the runner-up from the Big Ten, Wisconsin and Oregon. Wisconsin a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now. This one is by far the hardest to pick, in my opinion. I can talk myself into either team here. Both have shown flashes of greatness this year, and both have had really disappointing losses. We had Wisconsin lose on the road at Illinois, and then we had Oregon lose on the road at Arizona State to blow their chance at, at the playoff and knocked up the Pac-12 out. And these teams are, they're built the same way too, despite the hype around Justin Herbert. This Oregon team is really built to run. Both teams have a great offensive line that like to out-physical their opponents and run it to open up the passing game. And likewise, these teams are also led by their defense. Uh, the Ducks and the Badgers, they've been very good defensive teams all year, both in the top 15 in a lot of defensive categories. So it's just hard to find an, an edge for either team here. So when I'm looking at it that way, I, I try to find individual edges. So I see Oregon. I think they have the edge at quarterback and probably at the receiver position too. Wisconsin definitely has the edge at the running back position, Jonathan Taylor. But the most important edge I'm seeing in this one is coaching. Mario Cristobal, he's done a fantastic job at Oregon. He has the program going in the right direction. They're recruiting really well now. But Paul Christ is more proven, and especially in bowl games. Cristobal did win his first bowl game at Oregon last year against Michigan State, but it was ugly, and the final score was 7-6. to six. Paul Christ, on the other hand, he's 5-1 and one overall in his bowl games at Wisconsin and 4-1 and one against the spread the last five. For that reason, I'm taking the Badgers and Paul Christ here. Ah. You're, on, you're on Wisconsin too, aren't you? I don't know. I'm trying to find a way. It's hard, right? Oregon. This, is, this well, is a really good matchup. I'm well, excited I, about yeah, this Yeah, I one. had come in to show Wisconsin. Okay. But well, I got to get some bet board games up here. Uh, you don't have to, Tyler. You don't, uh, you know what? That, 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 once again, you're just building up excuses no, for if no, I do. No. Hey, if you want to take Oregon, take them. I don't think you'd be that crazy, by the way. I, it was really hard for me to pick a side here. By the way, you talk about building excuses. Last week on the show, my Mississippi State handicap. Yeah, that's, that's building an excuse in right there. Well. But my, was, my Louisville handicap was right on point, just so <laughs> I you know. I know. <laughs> I, I would say if Oregon's going to win, they're going to obviously be able to throw the football all over Wisconsin. I don't know if 
I think they, they, if you're going to have more guys going to the NFL, though, like that was my whole thing. Is they're going to be distracted? Yeah, and their offensive line is and definitely they're a Pac-12 a team, better. and I don't like backing Pac-12 teams. But if you are going to back Oregon, I think the main reason is just the points, right? It's the fact that I think these teams are actually very even, and they're two and a half point I underdogs. Can't, yeah, I'm going to take. Wisconsin. And the game is in California. You have to imagine there'll be more Oregon fans in the uh, the Los Angeles area. I can't do it. We're okay. taking Scotty, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. We're going Wisconsin. We're both taking the Badgers. Yeah. On Wisconsin. Uh next up, the All-State Sugar Bowl. All-State, you're in good hands. Tyler. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like sugar, but I do cut down. You know, not around the holidays. I br- I know I brought you some of my mom's Christmas we cookies. We devoured those. They were delicious. They're full of sugar. That's yeah. why they're, they're delicious. Allie ate more than I did. I couldn't stop. She loves the I had sweets. so many of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, my mom, she, she can bake. No doubt about that. Uh, the Sugar Bowl. Baylor versus Georgia. Georgia, a five and a half point favorite right now. These are both runners up. I love this matchup. So we have the SEC runner up against the Big 12 runner this up. This one's all about motivation. I agree. Georgia played LSU really tough in their championship game. Baylor was maybe one broken tackle away from being the fourth team in the playoff to get that would get obliterated by LSU, right? Uh, and I look at this game similar to Auburn and Minnesota. Look, there's two teams that are looking at their season results in different ways. Georgia, they may be a bit of a victim of expectation, but they did have a goal of making the playoff and competing for national for a national championship. Baylor, on the other hand, they went into the season saying eight or nine wins would be great. So for them to go ten and two and losing to Oklahoma twice by one score each time, that shouldn't affect their motivation negatively. We all saw how Georgia play, how the Georgia players reacted to being left out of the playoffs last season. They were disappointed to be playing in the Sugar Bowl, and they laid an egg against a Texas team they were favored to beat by double digits. Will that be the same this year? No way to know for sure, <laughs> but what you can absolutely know for sure is that Baylor is motivated. The play, Those players want to be in the Sugar Bowl. They want to play a team like Georgia. I think this game will be low scoring. Both teams are good defensively, especially Georgia. And I think Matt Rule will have a special game plan for this one. I think Baylor jumps to an early lead and holds on enough to cover. I don't know if they'll win, but I do think they'll cover that five and a half. Also, there are rumors kind of swirling around about Matt Rule being targeted for one of the open NFL yeah, jobs. Yeah. Specifically the New York Giants where he was an offensive line coach not too long ago. So, you know, if if that's true, if he, if there is a deal in place for him to go take over the Giants, you know he's going to want to go out with a win. Uh, you know, obviously we can't confirm that. No one knows that that is how it is for sure. But for that reason, I, I just think there's more motivation in favor of Baylor here. Want to bet? <laughs> Would you like to bet on it? Ooh, we got a bet boy game. Oh, boy. We're going Georgia Bulldogs here. I think that uh, we're getting a much better team. The question is motivation. And you nailed it. The reason why I was hesitant to take Georgia is because last year yep. they couldn't. Uh, I mean, they would have all. They, they were mentally on vacation man. for sure. They Half didn't want those be there. guys were already on vacation. Yep. I just think this year's different because the whole idea of going to the national championship, going to the playoffs, was squashed early yep. on. Only was until, it though? Well, they had a the chance South Carolina. That they beat LSU. I didn't mean early. I mean the South Carolina game, right? Okay. Because once they lost to South Carolina, the mindset changed, and they just started playing football. They looked very good week in week out. Covered a couple times after that, then built it up to where they had a shot again and lost to a great LSU team at the end of the season. Okay. Yep. So, I think that Georgia, even though they lost their last game to LSU, had a chance to get in the playoffs. 
their mindset for a lot of the year wasn't that. The, the previous year, they thought they were going the entire season. And then finally, end of the year, the rug was kind of ripped out from them. Yep. So I think this year it's going to be a little bit different because of the mindset. And they do have guys, a lot of players, who were there last year. Yep. So I think there will be many guys who say, look what happened last season. That didn't feel good, didn't look good. And if you remember last year, they had uh, that line, very good linebacker who was at, sat out for the draft. Roquan that, Smith, I think, was that him? I'm, I'm not sure exactly if that was last year or two years ago. I think that might but have been but him. they they had some uh, they had very good players sitting out for the draft last year. Yeah, you're not getting a lot of that this year with Georgia. So yeah. much of the same team intact. And I do believe we had the discussion earlier on the show. The three teams, Clemson, Ohio State, LSU, are better than anyone else in the country. If we are forced right now to put teams in tiers. I would put Georgia in a tier of their own second. They're not really? as good as those top three teams, but I believe firmly, I strongly believe they're better than the Oklahomas and the Baylors and the right. Wisconsin's Oregon, of the league. Yeah. Yes, Oregon's. I think Georgia would wipe the floor with Oregon. Really? And so I just believe that Georgia's been disrespected all year because they look bad in that South Carolina game, because now they look bad against the best team in the country in the championship. I'm going to take them to bounce back, look good, and I do believe the Matt Rule talking about the Giants will be a distraction. He's thinking about the future. Uh, uh, it can't be positive. I don't think that... If it's true, right, yeah. If it's true, yes, but I don't think that... And I actually am going to disagree with what you said at the end, that he wants to go out with a bang. I, I think that that is the last thing on his mind. If it's he knows he's getting the Giants job... He, it doesn't matter if they go 11-3 and three or 12-2. and two. They changed them. He got them in a good position. They're not going to care in New York. No one is going to say, hey, just you see, you see Matt Rule coming up here to New York? He lost that game to Georgia in the Sugar Bowl or whatever the hell it was. I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I just don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for Matt Rule. I'll take Georgia. Now, can I get a, uh, can I get a contingency here? Can, Depends. Can, can I? Tweet I know you like you? to, uh, if they're, to tweak if they're bets e if whenever they're, possible. If they're eating hot dogs on the sideline and just look like they don't want to be there, I'm going to tweak this three minutes in and switch to Baylor. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. you're you can't be serious, no, no, Tyler. No, you, no, don't, you know what? Don't, uh, first of all, don't call me Shirley. You and, you, uh, <laughs> you make serious. you make a lot of good points. I, I you're definitely right. If both these teams are playing at their best, Georgia's way better. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I do think the motivation will still. I just don't. I think the players still. I think Georgia just they view themselves as being on the same level as Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and they just haven't been able to quite prove it just yet. They were close, obviously. They went to a national championship game, but and then the stuff you said about Matt Rule about going out with a bang. I do want to. I, I do disagree with you there because I don't think his motivation is to show everyone how good he is. I he just strikes me as the type of guy who is emotional and has a real bond with his players. And I think it's more about sending those guys out with a win and having them have a positive you know, uh, memory of him. But you know what? We'll find out. We'll definitely find out about this well, one. Well, sometimes, Will, we are going to disagree on those. I'm glad we're on the back Not that there's there. anything wrong with that. <laughs> and last but not least, maybe least, it's certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. Uh, last but not best. Certainly not on the same caliber as these other games. We are going in chronological. We're not going out with a bang on this show we're today, are we? <laughs> we're going in chronological Jeez. order, you know, because science. Uh, <laughs> the Gator Bowl. Uh, Tennessee versus Indiana here. Look. I don't have a lot on this one. I didn't go super in-depth because it's not that exciting of a matchup. But the good news is both these teams are excited to be bowling. Indiana's first eight-win season since, like, the invention of the printing press, I think. And after Tennessee's really poor start to the year, day. that was a great day. After Tennessee's poor start to the year, 
they're no doubt feeling good about ending up seven and five. Honestly, I think they started one and three. So for them to be seven and five and in this position, it is positive for those players. I think you'll see a lot of points in this game and definitely a lot of Tennessee fans in, in, in attendance with it being a little closer to Florida. I just don't think we'll see quite as many Indiana fans make that trip. But I am going to take Indiana here plus the two points. I think that these teams are very evenly matched and I I like Indiana's ability to score a lot more than Tennessee's. I think that if, if, if we're going to see one team score more, you know, 30 or 40 points, I think it's more likely it's Indiana than Tennessee. We're not so different, you and I. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm on Indiana as well here. I went to the old-fashioned handicap and stat yards per play. Yep. Indiana, much better at Tennessee there on offense, uh, almost a half yard. And then you look at defense. I just think the yards per play, first of all, works out. But I just think if you look at the schedule, maybe not that different in terms of conferences, but Indiana did not have the easiest road ever. Yeah. And they've been tested. I think they're excited to be here. I think they stopped Tennessee's rushing attack. Tennessee rushed the ball for about 150 a game, and that may not be saying that much, but neither of these teams can run the football. Yeah. Indiana ran it for about 130 a game this year. So expect a lot of passing. I do kind of lean the over in this game as well, but I will take Indiana and whatever awful jerseys they decide to rock. Uh, I'm going to go Indiana. <laughs> you know what's funny? You mentioned before uh, we were talking about players sitting out. And it seems like this year there's really not much of that. I know there's like a few, but it does seem like that's kind of on the decline, whereas just a couple of years ago but, you were seeing it across the board, right? No, I, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Do you think it's because there's just not that many high profile players? Like I, Chase Young, if he would have sat out, that would have been right. a big deal. Maybe it's just because, uh, if, yeah, Trevor, or like, you know, Tua, obviously yeah, he's exactly. hurt or whatever. Right. If, but, if if Jalen Hurts would have sat out, that would have been a big deal. If CeeDee Lamb right. would have sat out, that would have been right. a big or deal. Or Justin Herbert or something like that. Yeah, I, maybe yeah. it's just because most of the premier, I mean, a lot of the guys that we're going to see taken in the first round are actually playing in very important games. Right, that's true. We're seeing true. a lot of these guys in the playoff, right? Chase yeah, Young Christian is in the McCaffrey, playoff. Well, he was in like the Sun Bowl, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was the year like they that. got robbed and should have been in the playoff anyway. Yeah. And yeah, he, he sat out. Uh, or actually, that might have been the year, right? That was his sophomore year. Anyway, not that many players, so I do like to see that. And uh, we'll see if that continues as a trend. But that's all the games we're going to be breaking down for this week. We will oh, break down. Will shaking in his boots over there. We I will can be. Tell. <laughs> we actually, we actually pulled this sound for you. I'm going to pull. I'm going to use it for me though. Okay. I'm, I'm going to turn the tables on you right now. Okay. So I'm going to have a nice little week here and come back. Well, well, well. How the turntables? <laughs> Classic yeah. Michael Scott right yeah, exactly. there. Michael Scarn. So uh, let's go. I'm feel. I'm liking my games tomorrow. I don't know how you say that when and you're on a one and, and seven and postseason pull, and streak. And to pull a uh, Chris Farley and to get back on the right track. Yeah, uh, Matt Foley is who you're talking about there, <laughs> the motivational <laughs> speaker. So that's all the games we got for this week. We, we will break down the national championship and next week game, recap everything, or next week's show, excuse me. Yes. Recap all the games. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at CFB Weekly. You can listen to our podcast anywhere you find podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio, anywhere. So make sure you check us out. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>